Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to Stock Market Today. My name is Ken Shreve, joined uh, again by Justin uh, Nielsen. And on uh, today's show, we'll talk about a rough day for the stock market. It started off okay. We got some jobless, Fed-friendly jobless claims data. Futures were slightly lower. They turned higher at the open, but uh, it didn't take long for sellers uh, uh, to regain uh, control. Really, really bad day for financial stocks. Uh, let's take, take a look at the uh, market here real quick. NASDAQ down uh, 2% in higher volume, likely a distribution day there. The S&P 500 down 1.8, 1.9%. Uh, Dow down 1.7. Russell 2000 really got hit hard, uh, down 2.6%. But there were some bright spots out there. We don't want to get too uh, negative. So let me throw it over to Justin, who uh, somehow found uh, three stocks to watch today. Yeah, it, it wasn't easy. It wasn't easy. So we'll take a look at Toro, which uh, did jump on earnings. Uh, General Electric, which made a five-year uh, new high, and also Iridium. That's looking like it's testing an area of support. Yeah, pretty amazing to hear GE's uh, CEO talk about uh, the fact that they're not seeing anything uh, related to a recession in terms of their business. So no surprise to see that stock up uh, up sharply. All right, well, why don't we start by taking a look at the S&P 500, and we did get a break of the 200-day uh, moving average. Uh, it looks like volume is going to be uh, higher, so that'll be distribution day number five. We have been dealing with a market that has been showing signs of uh, distribution, but this was uh, just an ugly, uh, ugly session, uh, Justin. Yeah, so not only did we get, you know, back uh, below that 21 day moving average line, uh, you know, we were kind of struggling around that line. That's the green line on this chart. Um, but we, you know, kind of found resistance there as we were going up earlier in the day after those jobless claims came out. Uh, and again, remember, a lot of times we're looking at these things as bad news as good news. So there were more jobless claims and the market cheered that. Uh, but, you know, resistance right there at the 21 day moving average line for the S&P 500. And then it was uh, through the 50 day moving average line, eventually through the 200 day moving average line. And we undercut that low from last week. And so we're we're kind of knocking down uh, different support levels here on the S&P 500. And you know, we were already having trouble getting back above these December 13th highs. And again, this is a line that you could have gone back even further to, you know, show different levels of support and resistance that this level was hitting before. So, uh, we've been talking about being in a trading range and when you're in a trading range, you're usually looking to break one way or the other. This time we broke Broke the way that we wouldn't have liked to see. Yeah, broke the ways. Uh, broke broke the way the bulls did not want to see. All right, well, let's uh, take a look at the uh, Nasdaq. Uh, you know, weak session for uh, technology stocks, but uh, like I said, we'll talk about the weakness in financials uh, in a moment. But at least the Nasdaq, uh, you know, barely holding on to its 50-day moving average here. Yeah, we did get back below that 200-day moving average line, and you know, that December 13th high is something that I was watching here as well. We were closing above that yesterday and looking strong today, but uh, again, here we here we are uh, back below that 200-day moving average line, looking for potential support at that 50-day moving average line, which has been rising up to meet the 200-day line. And so, yeah, I think this is a critical spot uh, to the Nasdaq's, um, you know, I guess favor. It has stayed above this low right here, uh, so we'll see if it can continue to hold above that level. All right. Well, we did get, uh, again, higher volume, it looks like, at least preliminary data showing higher volume on the uh, NASDAQ and the uh, S&P 500. So likely we'll uh, add a distribution day count, uh, making it five uh, distribution days uh, for the NASDAQ and five for the S&P 500 in, in recent uh, weeks. All right. Uh, small caps also took a uh, 
took a big hit today. IWM uh, goes right down to its 200-day moving average, and it's still, you know, still trying to hold there. But uh, looks like some technical damage done here as well. Yeah, I feel like this one was a little bit of the canary in the coal mine because as as it started to weaken, it was weakening first, uh, even intraday um, uh, last week, and that weakness continued. It was the first one to kind of undercut these lows. Um, it did that yesterday, and uh, you know it, it did hold, but today it didn't, and right right there through that 50-day moving average line, right down to the 200-day line, and so we're we're back down to these levels uh, back in January, and um, yeah, now now we have to see if it holds here. Um, I should also mention that we do have a big jobs report tomorrow. You know, we had the Jolts report earlier this week, jobless claims today, jobs report tomorrow. So uh, jobs are definitely going to be in focus because uh, the labor market is something the Fed is looking at very closely uh, to determine, you know, how aggressively they need to be coming out of uh coming after inflation. So, um, you know, look, we could get a bounce tomorrow, but you certainly, I think based on today's activity, had to take some defensive action just in case things get worse. Yeah, absolutely. I know uh, we lightened up on uh, on our leaderboard uh, today, lowered our exposure uh, a little more. I think we we're only about sixty five percent invested going into today, but uh, had to cut ties with uh, with uh, a few stocks here. All right, well, let's take a look at the the Dow, which uh, I guess on a relative basis held up uh, uh, better than the uh, other indexes, but it's still uh, you know still. Well, maybe it didn't hold up so well on a percentage uh, basis. It, uh, yeah, it, it fell sharply and also below the 200-day moving average here, holding above that 32,000 level. Yeah. So uh, again, when one and a half percent drop is like relatively decent, uh, that that means you had a bad day in the market. But look, the Dow Jones Industrial Average has not looked great for a while here, um, even though it did have this strong move off the October lows. Um, that was that was kind of the end of its outperformance. And you can kind of see that with this relative strength line. This is the blue squiggly line right here. Uh, it really hasn't been getting any traction uh, since since late December. So uh, the Dow, you know, was the first one to kind of get that resistance right there at the 50 day moving average line, um, just couldn't really cross that line. And uh, so that was that was a negative. Um, so it's no big surprise to see that this one is uh, kind of also leading to the downside. Uh, but that Russell 2000 was certainly the, the more concerning because uh, it just kind of speaks to a little bit of that risk off um, sentiment. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, well, money flowed out of stocks. It also uh, flowed into bonds uh, today. So it doesn't always happen that way. But uh, money flows into bonds that sent the 10 year Treasury yield uh, down about uh, six basis points, uh, give or take uh, down to about three point nine one percent. I think uh, that's what I just last uh, last check. So um, you know, clearly the bond market has been worried about a recession for uh, for 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 quite some time. And it was interesting, even when um, even when the jobless claims data came out uh, today, we really didn't see a whole lot of movement in that ten-year uh, yield. But it, uh, it, the ten-year yield weakened right along with the uh, with the stock market today, and you know, still a lot of concerns out there about uh, you know the the what many people say is a sure thing recession at, at some point. So we'll have to see. Uh, we'll have to see how that goes. All right, let's take a look at KRE, which is uh, we mentioned the selling in the financial stocks uh, today. Uh, top weighted stock in uh, the KRE ETF is uh, S. VB uh, Financial um, stands for Silicon Valley Bank Shares, um, sort of a, you know, a technology lender. But uh, boy, the the selling in the financial it was it was broad based across every single subgroup. It seemed in the in the financial sector today. 
Yeah, I mean, this, you know, here's SIVB. Uh, that's the ticker symbol for SVB. Um, and, you know, you might not be able to see exactly where it closed all the way down here, down 60%, uh, actually a little bit more than that. Um, I mean, we were looking at uh, a share offering, you know, I mean, that was the news that we immediately saw. like, wait a minute, something, something else is going on here. This is more than a share offering. Um, so, uh, yeah, we were talking about this, uh, you know, throughout the day, uh, you know, uh, a, a big bond portfolio, a lot of redemptions from VC funds. They they just had a lot of things going uh, going against them. Um, you also have you know Silvergate. You know that's that's one that a lot of people have been talking about with the whole crypto uh, and digital currency you know problems. I mean this this one was down forty percent today. So a lot of issues there where you know some some cracks. Um, getting back to KRE, this is a pretty broad based regional bank ETF. Um, and, you know, so even though SVB was going into today, uh, the the top one of the top holdings, uh, it was only about 2.3%. But again, it, it was just kind of widespread. The, the all of the financials were really taking it on the chin today. Um, and that certainly was leading the downside. I mean, the, the market was looking pretty okay. Um, but the, the financials were were the worst really right oh yeah no no doubt about it i mean they dominated the downside in the s p 500 and uh yeah it's just what the market needs i mean it's it's worried it's worried about so much right now about the uh the economy and, and inflation and you know corporate earnings and now you throw you know weakness in the financial stocks and if there's going to be you know additional uh contagion so not what the market uh, needed but uh hey that's what we have to uh that's what we have to deal with so uh yeah you mentioned the jobs report uh, tomorrow uh I, go out on a limb and, and say that uh, it's probably going to see some volatility tomorrow, but we'll uh, see how we end up. All right, let's uh, take a look at uh, Toro. This is uh, the lawnmower maker. Uh, uh, TTC is the uh, symbol here and actually had a pretty good uh, earnings report from Toro. Yeah, it does remind me of high school. Uh, I did take a, a small engine repair class, so I remember, you know, doing the Briggs and Stratton and the Toro uh, lawnmowers, you know, taking those apart, putting them together. Um, this was a, a bright spot. You know, it did have earnings. Uh, while earnings season is kind of at the tail end, uh, you are getting a trickle here and there. Uh, so Toro came out with earnings, um, you know, nice, nice growth numbers, a lot of volume here, and it cleared this 115.10. Um, you know, you add 10 cents to that, 115.20 is kind of an early entry here um, as part of this overall flat base. Only a 9% correction here. So if we take a step back to the weekly chart, you can see that this is, um, you know, this is held up pretty tight. You had a lot of tight action in here. That's the blue shading where you have three weeks tight closes. Um, so you had a lot of that. It's getting a little bit looser here, but still 9% isn't too bad. Um, so this was a bright spot there. Now, Again, do you do you want to be buying on a day like today when the indexes are uh, losing potential support and right ahead of a jobs report? Probably not, but it's still a good idea to be keeping an eye on those things that are looking strongest. Yeah, I mean this this company has a tremendous uh, track record of execution, good long term uh, record of of growth. You can see return on equity here, uh, uh, thirty plus. 36 percent mm -hmm. and uh you look at revenue growth in recent quarters that has been picking up the pace uh, acceleration in, in revenue growth so you know fundamentals matter and uh, toro definitely uh, checks a lot of uh, boxes so not only a, a decent looking technical pattern here but uh, good fundamentals as well uh yeah. let's move you on know, to, to your point real quick yeah. uh the earning stability just want to point this out a uh, five 
Uh, this is a number that goes from one to 99 and five means that it's a more stable earnings. So yes, you did see some, uh, you know, some, some red numbers in here uh, in terms of growth, but overall, the fact that you've got a five there, 11%, I mean, that's not huge, but look, 11% every year for three to five years, that's, that's not too shabby. So uh, the fact that it's so stable with that earnings is also a plus. Yeah, and that earnings growth in recent quarters has uh, has really ramped up uh, 29%, 98%, 48% in the uh, in the latest quarter. All right, let's take a look at GE, which had their uh, investor day today. And uh, I saw one of the headlines, uh, like I mentioned at the top of the show, that uh, GE CEO said uh, they're really not seeing any signs of a recession. Business is strong, and that fueled a really bullish gain here for GE, which uh, has turned into a nice little market leader here. Yeah, so, I mean, you look at this and... Um... You know, I'm going to go all the way back here to looks like about 2018 is the last time you saw GE at this levels. Now, of course, this doesn't include dividends. Um, you know, the, the, the yield isn't that high on it, but um, still the fact that it's taken this long for the price to get back up here. Um, this was a big, big base, 48% uh, depth. Um, I would say right now it's extended. If we kind of drill down a little bit more, looking at the daily, uh, really the the time to buy this was maybe down here uh, around 69 maybe another chance here as it kind of took this pause had a little bit of a handle but i'll be honest that wasn't much of a pullback it didn't even come down to the 21 day moving average line so it didn't really give you an opportunity there um looking back at the weekly uh you did get some tight action but nothing that qualified as that three weeks tight you you don't see any blue shading there it just didn't quite uh meet that criteria um and so you know after today i mean look a lot of volume um you know they've been really kind of trimming down uh you know getting getting yes, uh, some of those things uh spun off uh so that they can kind of really have uh this this focused on uh, some of their more profitable areas but uh certainly Something to watch. Uh, we've been talking about how some of the industrial aerospace defense areas have been holding up a little bit stronger. You see the relative strength line on this has just been, you know, going in a steady uptrend. So uh, General Electric, you might think of it as a slow pokey stock. Uh, <laughs> you know, one of the original Dow Jones industrial components uh, back in the 1890s when it started. Um, but you know, this this is uh, something that seems like it's it's going going in the right direction. Yeah, pretty amazing to see this uh, price performance and all that volume that came into the stock when it initially broke out over that uh, 70 level and uh, just uh, just continued higher. But when you see bullish moves like this, uh, stocks like this, especially when there's volume and you're seeing pretty clear signs of accumulation, these stocks will just start to move sideways, show strength and support by by holding these gains. And uh, you know there may be another uh, entry around uh, around the 90 area. We'll have to we'll have to see how it uh, how it handles this uh, gap up today. All right. Finally, uh, take a look at leaderboard stock uh, Iridium uh, Communications, uh, which recently signed a, a pretty good partnership with uh, with Qualcomm. They're going to be providing, helping uh, provide satellite communications to some next generation Android phones. Um, so Iridium, uh, right at its 50-day moving average here, and looking you know a lot better than a lot of other stocks right now. Right. Yeah. Just the fact that you're holding above your 50-day moving average line puts you in a, a class by yourself. Uh, but yeah, I think that news that you were talking about with Qualcomm came in around here, uh, right around the breakout. Uh, you saw some really heavy volume come in as that news on Qualcomm uh, partnership came out. Um, and then you had the earnings, you know, come out and a really sharp move off of the 50-day moving average line. So that was a potential 
uh, entry right there. And I, I believe that's where, where we got in for uh, leaderboard. Um, but now we've had a little bit of a pullback. Um, not too concerning. We're still holding those levels, still at the 50-day moving average line, but taking a step back to the weekly. You know, we're, we're right there at that 10-week line, just below it right now. So uh, you'd certainly like to see this get support here. Um, one of the things that is encouraging is uh, for as ugly as the day looked, uh, I mean, this wasn't great. It's an inside day closing near the lows, but still, it stayed inside, whereas most of the stocks today were showing outside days. That's where uh, the, the high is higher than the previous day and the low is lower than the previous day, and they were closing near their lows. That usually says, hey, th th there's weakness here. It's breaking to the downside, and there could be weakness to come. So the it's a little less clear here. With an inside day, you kind of want to see it break one way or the other. So uh, let's watch and see if it does undercut yesterday's low um, and that 50-day moving average line and see how it holds at the 10-week moving average line. That'll be very indicative of uh, the future potential for Iridium Communications. Most uh, most definitely. All right. Well, appreciate uh, appreciate those uh, three stocks. Uh, you know, tough day for the for the stock market. Uh, yeah. This is what distribution looks like. You get uh, heavy heavy volume to the uh, to the downside. Uh, more doing more institutions uh, probably taking some profits in uh, in some of their winners. So you want to pay attention to signs of distribution. It, it has been increasing in, in recent weeks. So we've been, uh, you know, uh, fairly conservative with um, uh, you know, new buys in the leaderboard model model portfolio, but um, we'll have to see what the jobs report uh, looks like uh, tomorrow. Uh, market probably wants to see a weak number uh, in January. Remember, we got 500,000 plus uh, plus jobs. I think the estimate uh, this time around is uh, for a little over 200,000, but we'll have all the details uh, tomorrow morning on uh, IBD Live. Uh, if you haven't joined us on IBD Live, uh, be sure to go to investors.com slash IBD Live. And a reminder on the homepage, of investors.com uh, we have a, a, a open access to IBD uh, digital this week just go right on the home page uh, top banner and you can uh, test drive our electronic edition of, uh, of uh, IBD which is uh, very very popular so free access open access uh, all this week Justin thanks again um, Let's hope for a weak jobs report tomorrow, I guess. Um, Cross your fingers. <laughs> yeah, until then, um, yeah, Allie will be back here uh, tomorrow with, uh, with Ed Carson, as they usually are on Friday. So have a great afternoon, everyone. We'll see you back here tomorrow.